This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 11 o'clock today, Mary Kay Cabot, plaindealercleveland.com will join us. She'll talk, among other things, about Mike Prefer being relieved of his duties, as the press release said, as special teams coordinator of the Cleveland Browns. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy's Andy Baskin. Great to celebrate President's Day, the one national holiday of a year where we all think, really? We got a day off for that, huh? So thank you. Appreciate that very much. Prefer out of a gig, Andy. Now, you can, again, I don't know how you completely judge special teams. There's a website, rickgoslin.com, special team rankings. He had the Browns ranked 18th last year in special teams. He puts together a big point system. I said earlier, there was another one that had them, what, 29th. So they weren't weren't stellar, okay? I'm going to take this bigger picture because I'll I'll be perfectly honest. I, I can't watch special teams and say, boy, that guy did a bad job unless, you know, teams are seven kickoff returns for a touchdown or five punt returns for a touchdown or... You have no return yards at all. Okay, though, that's about the only way, Andy. I, I, I know you can't judge it. But is your punter any good? Is your kicker any good? Well, that's on the, that's on those guys. Isn't it just it? feels like a scapegoat firing at the end of the season. Yeah. So, especially this late. It's like, unless, again, unless Prefer had a, has a place to go and they were doing him a favor by saying, okay, look, this didn't work out real well last year. And if you've got an opportunity to go somewhere else, we're going to let you go. Right, that's like I'm sure yeah, that happened. Said relieved of his duties. <laughs> that means that means they let him go. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean it. I would think if it would be Browns and Mike Prefer agree to part ways, had he had another opportunity and said, "Hey, fellas, what do you think? Can we?" Um, it would be something like that. Instead, Kevin basically said, "Hey, I decided to do this." I, I I mean, how in fact, Kevin says, I have decided to move in another direction in the best interest of our organization. I'll, I'll take this in this area. And, and folks, I'd love to know what you think of this and what it might mean. Two, one, six, five, seven, eight, zero, zero, nine, two. Kevin Stefanski has been on the job three years. There are three coordinators working under him and two of them were let go this year. That means this, and I'm. you tell me what you think this means, Andy. Kevin did a lousy job putting together his first staff. If he, if he saddled himself with a defensive coordinator who he felt he had to fire after three years. Yeah, he's on the hot seat. And he saddled right. himself with yeah. a special teams coordinator 
both of whom had Minnesota ties to when Kevin was there before, that he had to fire after three years. He did a lousy job building his first staff. I, I don't know how you could say anything otherwise if he had to fire both of them. You're right. I mean, so he decided to part ways, and that's I, – I, I mean, seriously, let, let's have a real conversation about this, Jeff. Does Mike prefer being released – Sell one ticket or sell one less ticket? No. Nobody's canceling season no, tickets. I, if you are, I'd love to know. 216-578-0092. Or did the, you extend? Maybe the Prefer family had something and they're done. Did you extend? It's just like, I, I don't know. I It's like, uh, I, I just, I don't, it it's just feels like a scapegoat move. That's all it does. And what's the difference? I mean. Well, or there's I, something I mean, going on or, you know. I mean, it would have been nice to keep Tabor when they went, when they let him go. I mean, that guy didn't do anything wrong while he was here. Players liked, loved him. Liked it here. He had a chance to go back to Chicago, and I think that was part of the opportunity. I just, I don't know. I don't know that we're ever going to get to the bottom of it. And I'll be honest with you, after we leave the studio, maybe if the afternoon show wants to talk about it for a while, no one else is going to care. It's a, it's a special teams coach that was released. Okay, get it. Did they have a game that, or they have a couple games where you can remember where the special teams were the difference? Because after week one, you probably would have given them an extension because the guy they drafted kicked the game-winning field goal. Okay. I mean, I just don't. I just think being a special teams coach is a really weird spot to be in. You know what? If you go back and look at kick returns and the number of returns, I'm just looking at some of them right now in front of me. You know, did you have your best players returning kicks in the beginning of the season? No, you didn't. So who's that on? Is that on the coach? Should the coach have to coach up somebody like uh, Demetric Felton? Is that on him? Or is that just saying, you know what? Um, or did they not give him anybody who could really do the job? Yeah, or should we kind of amp this thing up with Donovan Peoples-Jones, right? Do we amp it up and let him have a couple more returns? Because we know he can do it, and we know he can be successful. But if you're the offensive coordinator, I got new, I don't want Donovan Peoples-Jones returning kicks. Do you? If you think he's your number three wide receiver, or at times your number two wide receiver, do you want to put him in jeopardy where a guy can come down, barreling down at 35 miles an hour to throw him into the 35? ground? 35, wow. I don't know. I just put, yes, that I put, guy's good. I put the boosters on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, you so know what? where I is do. the special I teams do. coach? I do. You do want him out there. Yeah. I want somebody on special teams returning the, the kicks who can do something. Uh, is it worth? Now they thought they had one. Yeah, I agree. And he got hurt. He got hurt. But is it? I mean, is that the special teams coach? The special teams coach, like I say, normally gets guys at the bottom of the roster that are getting churned over all the time. Let's face it, if you're in the NFL, you were probably one of the better college players on your team, so you're not on special teams uh, in your later years in college, and you got to make something out of nothing. So you might get three or four players on the roster that you really want, and you can already eliminate your long snapper, your kicker, and your punter from those three spots. So if you're lucky, you may get to make an argument for kick returner. And then you're going to have to battle the offensive, or maybe if it's a uh, if it's a defensive back, the defensive coach to say, you know what, can I have him for a little bit so he can play special teams? I, I just I don't think this is an end all be all thing. The timing of it's a little bit weird. Like why didn't they do it right away? Did I, you with me on that? I don't. It's a weird. I don't understand we, we why heard, they just didn't do it right away. Yeah, we heard during Jeff's update, Jason Lloyd on the morning show saying the timing in this is weird. It is. It's real weird. Yeah. yeah. I just I don't get it. But I don't think it makes a difference. I don't think you're not going to. Is a coach going to come in here next year and and have us? Oh, man, we lead the league now suddenly in kick returns. Oh, 
Look at that. We well, didn't. May, maybe. Maybe. All, how about this? All hands. Look at that. We didn't have one uh, uh, bangled or mangled or mixed up onside kick because I think there were only there were less than a handful in the league all year. But we had one of them, and it cost us a game. Is that it? I mean, if he, I, who would want to come in and be the special teams coach if that was the case either? Hey, you have one bad game or one guy got a little nervous and just couldn't hang on to the ball, and now all of a sudden the team got it back and they won. Oh, fire the special teams coach. Jeff, I think the bigger picture is the question you asked. You have a head coach now that just got rid of two of his coordinators. Two of his three biggest hires when he took over this job have been removed. That To me, that's... That's a failure, Jeff. Well, that's it failing. is, and I'm, I'm not sure what to think of that. You tell me what to think of it. Is it is it that Kevin is a young was a young coach had never coached before and just hired his buddies, guys that he had familiarity with, which by the way happens all the time, and that's why that's why the Browns just lost their quarterback coach, right? That's and I wonder now how does he how does he fill that spot? You brought in Jim Schwartz on the defense. He doesn't have a a past with Jim Schwartz. You know, there's there's no great tie friendship there. Well, is that one of the reasons why? Maybe somebody else hired him in. I maybe Andrew Barry brought him in. Know. Maybe Paul De Podesta brought him in. That the, the, the other be. thing is, when you're winning, you don't sit around and ask these questions, do you? Like if they were winning and they decided to part ways with their special teams coach, you'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah well, hey, by nice. the way, we'd like to give you a chance to win a four pack of tickets to the MAC tournament coming up on Friday, March 10th, five o'clock, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Text the word SNAP, S-N-A-P, SNAP, to 20357 by the end of the hour. You'll get registered to win. Text and data rates may apply. Complete rules available at www.923thefan.com. SNAP to 20357. See, that, that's the thing I wonder about now. And, all right, so Kevin felt a need to change two of the three most critical positions on his coaching staff. The next guy to go if there if something doesn't work, Andy is Kevin. And absolutely that that has to happen next year. He has to get a he has to have a I won't even say good year. He has to have a he has to have a year that leaves you with optimism, one way or the other. Okay, I mean if you make the playoffs, great. That probably that that's probably good. If he doesn't take the Browns to the playoffs, yet you're optimistic about the team, I would think that's good. If any slip-up, then Kevin's going to be out of work after next year. And and unfortunately, I, I even hate to say that because I, I like the guy, and I, as I've said, I think he can be a very good head coach in this league. But you've, hired, you've, you've changed two-thirds of your key hires. You're the next guy in line. I don't know how you're not. I don't know this. I mean, this definitely turns up the pressure on him. Now that you've you've done that, and I agree with with everything you just said. I don't know. I, again, I think there's a number of reasons why this could have happened. Prefer may have another job. Maybe they just really like Bubba Ventrone, who they asked permission to talk to from Indianapolis, who played here before. Weird. I got. I, I kind of have a Bill Cowher vibe about him. You know, same kind of like, hey, played special teams for the Browns. Uh, has a little bit of that Pittsburgh background in his world. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some. There's some, I mean, born and bred Pittsburgh, you know. So, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's a, a cower vibe there. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm just, maybe I'm making it up. 
Maybe I'm just getting that Western Pennsylvania feel. A cower vibe. A cower vibe on that, right? You know, it's kind of a wild man on special teams, much like Bill was, right? Bill was a workhorse on special teams, correct? If you know who a player is and they're at the bottom of the roster and they light it up on special teams, let's face it, they did their job. And Bubba Ventrone was one of those guys for us, don't you think? He was a, I mean, he was a, okay. he was a, I mean, he was a pretty good special teams guy. Okay. Apparently was under consideration to be the head coach of the Colts. Didn't get that gig. Maybe he's our next head coach. Maybe he's the next guy in waiting. I thought that was Jim Schwartz. No, maybe it's Bubba Ventrone. Folks, what does this say about Kevin Stefanski and his future in Cleveland? I mean, can you, can we connect the dots and say, boy, if the heat wasn't already on, it is now. It's Basket of Phelps here on the fan. Mary Kay Cabot from the Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com, coming up at 11 o'clock. We'll get her thoughts on the removal of Mike Prefer as special teams coach of the Browns. Now, timing of it might be strange. Okay, it might be strange. However, a thought on that in a minute. Ooh. Ah, uh, well, Kevin Love has taken his talents to South Beach. Cleveland is looking at hosting a first-round playoff series. Mike Fratello and Jeff Phelps give you their take on how the big NBA news affects the playoff race in their podcast, Basketball Gold. Look for two fresh episodes this week at 92.3 The Fan or on the free Odyssey app. So so there's that. Yes. Maybe it's this. Uh, Shane Steichen gets hired as head coach of the Colts, the former offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. And at his press conference, he was noncommittal about keeping anybody on the Colts staff. So that's who Frank Reich's staff that Jeff Saturday babysat for a few games. So that would mean that Bubba Ventrone should be may or may not have a job. Should be able to interview. Well, maybe they haven't. The Colts as of yet haven't given him permission. But maybe that's what Kevin was waiting for. Maybe Kevin thought we like Mike Prefer. But if we could get Bubba Ventrone, let's do that. That's that's the that's the only straight connect the dots as to the timing of this. You know why it didn't happen at the end of the season? Is it not? I, I guess I, I that, unless I, I don't know. I don't know why. You know there were rumblings when everything went down at the end of the year when Joe Woods got fired, they were like, well, is Prefer going too? And everybody was just like, well, I don't know. It's too new. It's season ended. We got to, we got to go through our, you know, our breakdowns. And I don't know, we probably have to bring HR in and do some evaluations and then we'll have to do an exit interview. Like all the things that a company says they need to do, except for when they need to fire you when they're like, Oh, boom, you're gone. Right. Oh, we got to do this. We got to do Come on, man. Quit playing games. Just be honest and tell the truth and just go, okay, you're not here next year. Like, I don't know why they waited so long unless it was an extremely difficult decision and they and they felt that, I, I you know. Maybe it's just the availability of Bubba Ventrone. Maybe. maybe. I, how many other special teams openings are there right now? I think I didn't – I got to look it up to see what there is. I don't know. Let me go to that website. Yeah. Oh, let me see. Special team coach <laughs> openings. I mean – Colts have one. I hadn't used the internet yet. Why would you give me the internet drop? No, I, I just, haven't I done just it. said, let's fit go into look. the conversation. Yeah. It does not. You had a three-day weekend, and you are ornery. Sorry. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, Maybe it's the availability. Well, availability. I, I think just, if you're going to let a guy go, let him go when the season's over. I just think it's uh, some of these teams hang on uh, for a long time. And these assistant coaches, and I do feel for the assistant coaches, 
they're all sitting around because they know they're under contract, but they also know they're in this abyss where they don't know if they get to get out of it or stay in it. You know, are you staying here or are you going? And then you got to go through the whole interview process of another head coach who you, I mean, let's face it, you everybody wants a job. It doesn't really matter who the head coach is. And you may have to eat it for a year with a head coach who could be a complete jerk. Or you could be the complete jerk and they're trying to get rid of you. I, I don't know how it plays out. I do know that when you let someone go, it's probably more appropriate to do it at the end of the season so you could at least give them the opportunity to try to find another job. I've heard that story way too many times from assistant coaches. Like, oh, well, we're just sitting around. We're waiting. Yeah, we know the head coach got blown out, but we're all still under contract. It's a silly game. It's not right. It's not. It's a goofy game. Okay, let me, let me throw this at you. I don't think. I, I don't think this is anything. This is that that Letterman bit again. Mm-hmm. Um, received some information from analysts at one of the one of the gambling sites. Okay. Okay. And it's a a table of every NFL team based on yearly growth in online followers. And I I, t- I go in this direction just because is there an issue here and and does this even add more to the Kevin Stefanski you better get it done in year number four or good night to you um, the number one team in growth apparently in online flower, online followers or flowers either way it's the Cincinnati Bengals okay thirty second the Cleveland Browns say this again. There's some table out by one of the gambling sites. And okay. They're, they're you know, following the number of followers. Now, maybe there are so many followers and everything of the Browns because the Browns are one of the more popular franchises in the NFL, as we all so know Is here. this all total media? Okay. It's experienced. It, it's labeled which NFL teams have experienced the fastest growth in fans this season. Following table ranks every NFL team based on the yearly growth in followers by percentage. And the Browns are dead last. A growth of 1.04%. The only other team that didn't grow by at least 2.3% is the Carolina Panthers. Well, uh, one, I think that's correlated to winning. It's just a weird thing. I, well, you know. I'm just wondering, is that based I, I mean, I would. that makes sense if you're not winning or making the playoffs. There's less eyeballs on your team. Now, the other question well, I have is... Well, but the Browns were one of many that didn't make the playoffs. Well, but consistently, not making a Super Bowl? I mean, winning one playoff game since 99? Those are all factors that, that play in. Who's going to uh, jump on the bandwagon of a team that's not making the playoffs? Nobody. I don't I, think I, so. I get that. Then the next question Except is... the Rams were number two in growth. Well, but if they you didn't start... Make the playoffs. Yeah, but the other part is if you started from nowhere... The fighting Dan no one is were third in growth. Okay. Why? I, I hear. Is they're exciting. But I also don't know, is this growth on Twitter? Is this growth on Instagram? Is this growth I on... wish they had more details yeah, on this table. Yeah, I mean, so we're missing don't. some of the info that we, maybe we could use on that to make that. But I also think that the Browns have, uh, do have a very healthy fan base. And that, I mean, if there's there was no growth as a team or Best as an organization. in fans online. Yeah, so... Interesting. And I, we may have an older I, fan base that doesn't care about I wouldn't about even the bring stuff. it up except for the fact that the Browns were dead last on this thing, which I find stunning because, you know, Browns, the Browns have a great following around the country. Like, I would think that, you know, if 
there was such a thing. Because remember, LeBron didn't do social media his first time around. Like, if when the Cavs got LeBron and they drafted him the first time, like, if you did the same thing, I'm sure the Cavs would have had, like, one of the greatest growths in internet or social media history. I'm not trying to poo-poo what you're saying. I do think there's validity. I do think don't, there's validity in what you're saying. You don't have to poo-poo saying. me. I'm just, yeah. it's somebody else's chart. I got you. I didn't put it together. I just thought it, it's it's just kind of interesting because I think, I think it's kind of telling as to where the team is right now, which adds to the, Kevin, you better get it done in your number four. That That's that's kind of the point of the whole thing. You fired two of your three coordinators. For whatever reason, this, this table has you last at dead last in the NFL in percentage of online fan increase. But here's the concern that you just brought in your franchise quarterback and you're last in the league in online followers. Well that might probably because that might tell you because thank you, Dan. Go ahead. Franchise quarterback is the reason you're last Which in could online very followers. Well being. Like I wonder how many they lost. How many followers did they lose when they signed him? I, I mean there's a, a there's a negative question. impact on that too. Again, if they win, it goes back up. I mean, this isn't. It, it is that simple. If Deshaun Watson goes out and plays well, by golly, look at the Browns. They're third in online growth. Oh, man, that's great. Do they hand out a trophy for online growth? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what else might change as and Kevin what, goes into year number four. And what pharmaceutical firm would think about sponsoring a trophy that might? Hmm, just curious, just thinking. Don't. Yet you don't want to fired. You don't want to do that. What are you talking about? You just don't want to do that. I'm just saying. We're trying to keep you employed. <laughs> Why? We're talking about medical things. If you guys are so immature that you can't handle a constructive medical conversation, then shame on both of you. You know free agency begins in a month? I know. I know. I know. Less than a month. <sighs> I love that, by the way. Anybody out there, any defensive linemen out there, any wide receivers out there, where are you? Where are you? Come on out. Come on. We want you. We'll figure out the cap. We'll figure out the cap. Where are you? We need you. We should put a poster somewhere. We're here to help. On on social media so we can rise. We're here to help. We should help wanted. Cleveland Browns, wide receiver. uh, I'm I'm. Just a little concerned. You know, it's it's rough that Kevin has fired two of his three coordinators, and he's only three years in. The other the other thing you just mentioned, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. The Browns are not going to be alone when it comes looking for wide receivers, and, and there are going to be numerous teams, Chicago Bears uh, among them, uh, Bears beat writer for Bears Wire, has a nice list, 10 wide receivers. The Bears could target in free ag- free agency. Well, just take the same list and, you know, change it. 10 free agents. The Browns could target in free agency. It's If you're looking for free agent wide receivers, there are some. And, I, you know, I hope they go out and hire three or four. Give them decent contracts and bring them on in. We'll see if that's a possibility. I just do find it – I find the timing of things a little odd. I just – I can't help but think the Mike Prefer move coincides with what's going on in Indianapolis. My 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 own thought. I hope so. Nate's in West Salem. Hello, Nate. Hey guys, uh, this is the perfect time 
I think, for Jimmy to restructure the organization and have no head coach and go to an offensive head coach and a defensive head coach in which the offensive head coach is in charge of offense, all offensive special team plays, such as field goals and punts, and the defensive head coach is in charge of defensive plays, kick returns, punt returns. It would eliminate the need for us to, like, we don't know. Is, is Kevin a good head coach? Is he a good offensive coordinator? Who's calling the plays? We would know. Kevin's in charge of the offense, all of it. Schwartz is in charge of the defense, all of it. You can then clearly look and see who is doing a good job or who is failing at their position. Sounds like a good way to not promote team chemistry. You need someone to be in charge, one person. Yeah. That's like having two quarterbacks. If that was a good idea, it would have happened some time since about 1920. But the owner would be in charge? Is that, is that no, what you want? The, the, no, you wouldn't saying. have a head coach. Interesting thought, though, Nate. I don't, it's thinking out of the box, that's for sure. I, the Browns currently have, what, 23 coaches on staff? So every starter can have their own personal which is not a bad way to go. Hey, hey, let me count how many coaches the Patriots don't have. Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com. Her thoughts on the special teams move and what it means for Kevin Stefanski next year on Baskin and Phelps. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.